Nowadays, there's stuff, and there's stuff you don't need to know. A podcast that talks about geek and nerd culture and brings you the things that you want to hear about. Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and today we're doing another cartoon rewatch, but actually, I really should entitle it maybe Saturday Morning Rewatch. Joining me uh, again is a good friend of mine, Jason. Jason, how you doing? Doing great and ready to talk about this show. <laughs> yeah, so last time we did a cartoon rewatch, uh, we talked about Dungeons & Dragons. So this time, Jason, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about Sid and Marty Croft's Land of the Lost, Episode 1, 1974. Yeah, I I <laughs> loved a lot of these shows, these Sid and Marty Croft shows. They were incredible to watch back in the day. Did you watch uh, any others besides Land of the Lost? Uh, I did. I, I watched Speed Buggy. I think that was a Sid and Marty Croft. Uh, mm-hmm. Sigmund the Sea Monster. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if it was, uh, was it Dinah Woman and Wonder Girl? I can't remember. Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. Yes, Electra Woman and Dinah. I don't know if that was Sid and Marty Croft. Or it, oh, it, it was. It feels like it was. Oh, it was, yeah. Okay, yep. it, the, yeah, I watched that. Yeah, that that one was actually part of, they actually had, I'm going to assume it was an hour-long show. It was like the Sid and Marty Croft like super show yes. hosted by a made-up band, Captain Cool and the Kongs. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember and that. that. Was that all on on Great Space Coaster also? It might have been, but I definitely I definitely remember as a kid watching it Saturday mornings, and it had yeah. like Electra Woman and Dina Girl. I think there was a show called, or well, they were actually little shorts, and I think one was called The Island of Doctor Shrinker. Um, oh yes, Doctor Shrinker! Oh my gosh. That yeah, was, that I was, was about ready to mention that one. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they, had, uh, they had, they um, had, I think it was called the Far Out Space Nuts, which was kind of yeah, like, and, yeah. and Bob Denver was on it. It was kind of like a Gilligan's Island in space. <laughs> <laughs> it was HR Puffin stuff one. Oh, HR Puffin stuff was most definitely Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah, that was, yeah. uh, and I wonder, just because with the costumes and everything, I. I wonder if the banana splits were also Sid and Marty Croft. They had to have been. If we're yeah. wrong, we're wrong. But let's just say we're right. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> until all, until proven together. otherwise. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So we took a look at uh, it is actually uh, just like we did last week is the first episode ever entitled Shaka or Chaka. I should say Chaka. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking Shaka Khan. <laughs> <laughs> Entitled Chaka. Get out of the seventies now. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so as soon as as soon as uh, you sent me the link and I pressed play on it, uh, I knew it was coming, and I loved I loved the intro and the intro song. What what do you think of that? Yes. It is it's it's ingrained in my head since I was four years old. <laughs> the whole Absolutely. image of the the raft, the music. Just everything about it, the story, because it tells the story right there in the intro, and it's just mm-hmm. – I think we'll probably get into it also like in a little bit where I can get into it right now. When we did Dungeons & Dragons last for our last podcast, 
Yeah. We said how episode one started out with the opening intro of them going through the fun house or the, on the, in the little boat. And mm-hmm. it's pretty much an intro of saying, here's what's happening in the show and let's go. We're, and they're already doing their, their journey in Dungeons and Dragons. This is very, very similar, almost exactly the same. It's, they're in the raft. They go through the water. They tell the story. They're in Land of the Lost. As first episode starts, they're there. They know what they're doing. And it's, it's almost an identical opening. Yeah, pretty much. You get all the exposition right there. You find out what happens. And this is the premiere episode. But with that intro, you kind of know what's happening. And, and you're right. It's like, let's just get to the action. Now, let me, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously... I guess for the day, you know, they did the best they could with a TV budget with the special effects. Right. I mean, I remember I remember when I was a kid, I, I knew how fake it looked, but I just didn't care because it was just such a fun show. Did you like when you were a kid? I mean, did you pick up on like, you know, the I don't know, green screen? I don't know what that technology was called, but did you pick up on that even as a kid? I knew it was fake. I knew I knew the dinosaurs weren't real. And I, I've seen other claymation like uh, Jason and the Argonauts mm-hmm. and uh, Sinbad in the Seven Seas. I've seen saw stuff like that. And I kind of guess I was like, yeah, it's it's like the claymation stop motion stuff. But for the time period that they and what like you said, with the special effects that they had to work with, it was that time period's Jurassic Park. And it was it was good for us. I mean, I loved it. Yeah. So for those that don't know, basically Land of the Lost tells the story of of, of a family. Uh, it's right there in the song. Marshall, Will and Holly. Marshall is the is the father. Uh, Will and Holly are brother and sister. And they're on a routine expedition <laughs> when the greatest earthquake ever known hit. I mean, I just I'm thinking of the song as we're doing this. <laughs> So basically, uh, uh, an earthquake sets them off course. They plummet down a waterfall and they enter the land of the lost. And as soon as this episode starts, I mean, they're being chased by a T-Rex, a, a stop motion claymation T-Rex. And again, it looks it looks so fake, but it's I mean, even watching it now, I guess the nostalgia and everything. I mean, I was loving it. I was absolutely loving it. As did I. And it, it, I was actually tense a little bit. Just sit, watching it. I kind of felt weird because I was watching it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is I remember this. this and then I was like, are they going to really get away? Like, <laughs> I was yeah. thinking that in my mind. I was like, I would love to be back into my four and five year old brain and thinking that also, like, are, are, is it going to be are they going to get eaten or what's going to happen? And well, look at this dinosaur. I've never seen dinosaurs like this. Is exactly. It, yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And also, I think right before the dinosaurs showed up, uh, the T-Rex showed up, they noticed sort of like uh, an obelisk. Uh, oh, no, actually, I think that comes a little bit later. That's later on, yeah. That's a little later on. So they're chased by the dinosaur. And I and I had remembered this. Um, they're chased by the T-Rex, and they hide behind some bushes. And Holly, who is the daughter and the youngest, goes like, boy, he's grumpy. And Marshall is like, now let's not go calling them names. But then the name stuck. They called the T-Rex grumpy for the rest of the show, for the rest of the entire yes. run of the show. Yep. <laughs> and she goes to name like the other dinosaurs, giving them pet names. Just exactly. to be able to, be able to call, call them what they are. So it's, it's, it's oh, good. I, I like that. She, 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 she really brought the, uh, the comedy relief and like one-liner stuff to the, to the show. I absolutely noticed that. Like she, she definitely had the spunk, you know, right. uh, she's definitely a spunky girl. Um, Will, 
and, and you know, I, I should have looked it up and wrote it down because I, I didn't write down who the actors were. Um, Will, I noticed right off the bat, like he loves to enunciate and he's he's a bit of an over actor. And yes. I picked up on it, but I love I mean, I still I loved it. It was sort of like, you know, when Marshall's sort of like, you guys stay, you know, you kids stay here. And he's like, Dad! And I'm like, oh, my right. God. <laughs> it, it, it was the same reaction he gave when they were in the cave. And he said to his sister, said to Holly, said, don't burn it when she was boiling water. And she goes, you can't boil water. Because the way you cook, you can. And she's like, Dad. He goes, you're cooking dinner tomorrow. And the next thing he goes, Dad, why? Like, it was just, it was so, uh, what is it, Brady Bunch acting. Oh, yeah. It was... <laughs> <laughs> You, you almost wanted to hear like with some of the jokes, like you almost wanted to hear like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that or some type of laugh track or something just to throw in there. But yeah, it's, <laughs> I think I mean, that would have thrown off from the, the scariness of the dinosaurs. But I think uh, that's I think that's what was good about this show in general is it had a little bit of everything. I mean, there was definitely action in it. There was some drama um, some mystery to it. And there was that comedy. It had a little bit of everything, which I think right. as a kid, that's why I really like this show. Um, when you were a kid, what kind of attracted you to land of the lost? Well, they don't show it until I think episode two, but, uh, mm -hmm. I am, I am going to be watching the rest of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> They're on YouTube, so if anybody wants to watch them, go to YouTube and watch them. But I'm, I am going to start watching the, the as many as I possibly can. It's the uh, the Slee Stacks. Oh, And yes. they're like – they're humanoid lizards with, I think, three fingers or something like that, like claw fingers. Mm -hmm. I cannot – that was the biggest draw for me was the Slee Stacks. That just, – just the character of that, of those things were just – it blew me away. I was like – Look at these lizard people. It's and they can they're hissing and just it it, it really brought a, a great deal to the show. Yeah, it, it really, really did. And you know, you kind of discover right here is you know, when they're running from Grumpy and hiding, right. and then uh they're trying to figure out, you know, really kind of what happened, like how did they get here and why and you know, Marshall is the one that that said, like, you know, we're definitely not on Earth because and this was kind of funny because I'm like, he was the only one that noticed this. He's like, last night I noticed there were three moons and they the kids are yeah. like three moons. And I'm like, didn't any of you look up in the sky? <laughs> but that that's what was great about this show is, you know. If you kind of watch the intro, you almost sort of think like, oh, maybe they found some undiscovered country. Right. But like Marshall said, he's like, uh, I mean, he even says, you know, remember when we fell down that waterfall, it felt like we were falling forever. He's almost sort of falling saying like, faith. right, like maybe we went through a portal or something. And I think what I loved about this show was I was really heavily invested. Like, uh, are they going to get home again? Like that right. was like really what draw, drew me to the show. Well, yeah. And when he said they, they, they went through a portal and they're not on earth. When he said three moons, I don't know if your brain went to star Wars, even though Absolutely. star Wars was years, years later, but I did a little research. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> and I'll try to make this quick. Uh, no, uh, planets, on, planets of star Wars with three moons. There's three different planets. So I went through each planet and looked for like, in, like habitable planets that would resemble what land of the lost was. 
and there was one. There was one that actually had a creature on it. The, the, the planet is called K-O-T-H-L-I-S. I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. And they had a <laughs> Bothan. Uh, maybe this is just in the books. I don't know. But it was a wolf-type creature. And I'm thinking, well, that's pretty cool. It's, it's not really like what Chaka was. Mm-hmm. But it was some type of hairy creature, and they had a civilization. But it was mostly jungle with a lot of uh, oceans and rivers and palm trees and, like, greenery like a jungle. I'm thinking, that's like Land of the Lost. I wonder if they're on that planet. <laughs> and well, that's I, all. I, did. I stopped doing it because I, I had to actually do some work. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that thing, that doing stuff. some work. <laughs> So anyway, back to the episode. So uh, they're hiding out. They're hiding out from Grumpy. Uh, Marshall decides, like he's he's going to try to scout to see if they could get back to the cave. And the cave is you see it in the intro uh, when they pretty much land in the land of the lost and are chased by Grumpy. Initially, they run for their lives and they find a cave. Uh, they climb up like a set of rock steps and they get into this cave. So that's sort of their home base. So Marshall is going to make sure that the coast is clear, tells the kids to stay there. We get Will whining about it. Uh, Holly notices like, like an obelisk, like a, a very smooth obelisk. Now I know this has some connection to the Slee stacks. Um, is, was this sort of like the portal to get to them? Or I, I kind of forgot what this thing was. Cause we don't learn about it in this episode. No, it, the, they're, they're, this is horrible. I, I really, I didn't even need to look this up, but I, I did anyway just to make sure. They were called, <laughs> <laughs> they were called pylons, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were pretty much uh, like Doctor Who's uh, telephone booth, his police booth, bigger mm. on the inside. So when it when it opens up, you can go in, and it's the sleep stack world, pretty much. I mean, you can go in and walk around in a, in, in a a technologically advanced, more advanced than Land of the Lost cave. And there's electronics and there's like crystals and they use crystals to be able to navigate, I think, different worlds that might come out later in some of the further episodes. So these, I think these creatures are more, more or less like world takers or world dominators or mm-hmm. that's, that's, that was my impression. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, they're like little portals for them. Cool. Cool. I, I mean, and I think that's the thing about this show and a lot of the other Sid and Marty Croft shows were unlike cartoons where it was sort of like, well, here's a funny episode. And then next week is another funny episode that's not connected to anything else. Right. Um, you know, this kind of almost had a consistent story through it. And they they actually tried to maintain like continuity and things like that throughout the, the show's run, which is for a kid's show. You know, you would think writers and producers, ah, it's a kid's show, put some dinosaurs, what do we care? Like, they right. try to really maintain that. It was almost geared toward preteen and teens, I think, because they had three seasons of this, and it went mm-hmm. through, and I mean, you find out, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to do spoilers, I hate, I hate spoilers, <laughs> but you, you find out later more about the family, the, 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 mm-hmm. the Marshall family, and yes. Even though they, they introduce Marshall in the beginning as Marshall, Will, and Holly. Marshall is their last name. Their dad's name is Rick. So mm-hmm. you find that out. and You find out like other relatives and other people that are involved with this family. It, it, it goes – I mean through three seasons, they build this as like a trilogy for TV. And it, it, they did a great job doing it. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, again, trying to keep it light on spoilers, if anybody really wants to watch this, I mean, they do get into dimensional travel, time travel, things like that. Um, Their run-ins with the Slee Stacks and... Yeah, I mean, it was actually this. This was a little bit more than a kiddie show, and if you kind of think about it, it could kind of appeal really across a wide range because you have uh, Holly, who is the youngest, who you know kids could relate to, and she was kind of the comic relief. Then you had Will, who was kind of your classic, you know, again, I don't know the actor's name. He was kind of like your classic 70s heartthrob, like a Sean Cassidy type. And I right. really hope people know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and then, you know, Dr. Dr. Marshall is is kind of like, you know, the, the Mike Brady type. And, you know, it had a little bit of humor. It actually kind of has a decent story. So really almost the whole family could sit around and, and really watch and enjoy this. Right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. They they really did a good job with building a family and building like the, the characters itself over the three seasons. And they really started out and they really gave the characterization in the first episode. For- yeah, absolutely. And uh, so anyway, so, you know, while, you know, Dr. Marshall is off making sure the coast is clear and Will and Holly find this obelisk, which um I think Will or Holly describes it as like, you know, it's so smooth, like it doesn't even feel like it's there. Then they notice or they hear sounds like voices or something and they follow it. And this is where we get introduced to Chaka and his I had forgot. I'm going to assume they were either his brothers or his clanmates or, uh, you know, but it's definitely it's three of them. Chaka being the youngest, sort of like this little family unit there. Um we discover later when they rescue Chaka that he's a Paku. I believe I'm saying that right. And yes, Paku, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know, they, they kind of spy on them and they see them and Grumpy comes back and tries to eat the Paku. Chaka falls, hurts himself, he gets left behind. Uh, and Holly, of course, you know, pure heart and everything, you know, goes out there and her and Will, you know, rescue Chaka and they really form an instant bond and it was actually kind of you know cool to see the way they you know will was sort of like you know he points to himself and he's like will and he points to holly holly and then you know chaka gets it and he calls them by their names and he says that he is chaka and i, I just remember chaka was always one of my favorite characters on that show yeah it, it was it was very he, he he was such a little mischievous <laughs> creature <laughs> and you you learn later on like in, in other episodes that they, they learn each other's languages a lot better and everything so you learn a lot more about them but like you said you think that the uh the the, the two other ones were family i think they were like the brothers or some mm-hmm. type of relative like you were saying because they were watching over chaka who was smaller and they were trying to protect him which was good i, I like that i like that yeah yeah, and they were, I mean, I think initially, like we see it in this episode and, and maybe for a few episodes going forward, they the two of them were very distrustful of the Marshals, where oh, yeah. Chaka, Chaka, yeah, Chaka just took to them right away, uh, maybe because of this first episode where Dr. Marshall comes back and, you know, isn't even like, you know, what the heck is this thing? You know, what are you guys doing? It's like he he sees somebody injured and he's like yeah we got to help this you know we got to help this little guy uh they take him back to the cave and they had 
this sort of like little elevator basket thing. They're going to uh, bring him up. and But Grumpy shows up again. Right. <laughs> um, and foils uh, the plans. <laughs> yeah, kind of foils the plans. And it's, uh, you know, Marshall, uh, Rick, well, Doc, well, they really call him just Marshall. So Marshall and Holly run into the cave. Chaka and Will hide behind a rock. And this is... <laughs> This is, I was watching it, and I was getting a chuckle because <laughs> Will would pop his head up and go like, hey, Dad, the dinosaur is right there, and like looks at him, and I'm like, why doesn't he just lean down and bite him? <laughs> <laughs> You're right, exactly. Um, but apparently, you know, you, you could see that they're already established in the cave. Uh, Marshall says to Holly, let's get the fly swatter. Which yes. was a giant sharpened log. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. I love the fly. Always, every episode, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to get the fly swatter out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pretty much, the two of them pick it up and they run full speed and they, they really kind of spear it in Grumpy's mouth. And he, and I'm like, Grumpy never learns. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's, he well, always sticks his head. He, he'll never learn. He has a, a brain the size of a walnut. That's right. That's for right. There, I thought he was. She, I thought she was talking about Will. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, who keeps popping his head up? Hey, is everything okay? <laughs> and I like uh, how Grumpy just kind of like looks down at him, like I'm still here, stupid. <laughs> yeah, whoa, we're here. <laughs> well, eventually they get Chaka back up to the cave. They chase off Grumpy. Uh, and I like how Marshall is, is, is talking to, to Chaka just like he's one of his kids and he's like, you know, right. well, I'm not really that kind of a doctor, but I'm going to help you the best I can. Um, they fix his leg and, um, this is, yeah, this is where we get the, you know, he asks Holly to boil water and Will makes that joke. Like, you know, right. <laughs> you can burn water the way you cook. Um, so when they're when she's boiling the water, um, she's like, "Oh, Dad, I need your lighter and you know instant fire," which like marvels Chaka because when Will and Holly saw the three of them, the three Paku, that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to make fire, and there's Chaka. I'm sorry, there's Holly with uh, this lighter. It's like instant fire. Um, right. But my thought on this was, how long is that lighter fluid gonna last? Like, you should really learn how to. Really build a fire. <laughs> it won't last that long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, you know, Chaka's, you know, obviously he he he's marveled by it. And um yeah, so then uh they they all go to sleep. Um they of course make sure Chaka's comfortable. Um and I, I guess this is really where they bond because they really they they treat him like he's one of the family, they they right. take care of him. Um, he sneaks out though, and, uh, you know, meets up with, I guess it's his brothers or, or, yeah, um, this is called yeah. brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, excuse me. This is kind of like where, you know, we have again, a run in with, um, a run in with grumpy, um, the Marshall family comes and, you know, this is, this is where we get that distrust when, you know, they come and, Chaka's sort of older brothers are, are like, they get very protective. And this is, I got a good chuckle out of this. They're sort of like threatening the family, like with sticks. And Marshall just whips out the lighter and is sort of like, aha. <laughs> They're like, oh. Exactly. Like, wow, like magic. Right. 
Um, I mean that that really kind of wrapped up. Well, you know that was this is really kind of coming towards the end here. So right. You know, Chaka goes back with his with his his people. Uh, they go back to the cave, and the next morning they find a nice little buffet waiting for them. And courtesy of Chaka, yeah. you know, giant yeah. apples and pears, and a huge yeah. uh, breakfast in bed, as Marshall <laughs> says. <laughs> exactly, and and we see Chaka hiding behind the bushes and like smiling, you know. And right. this this bond was formed. This part I forgot. So this was pretty much the end of the show. Um, and I watched, I watched the whole thing. I forgot, you know, just as good as that opening theme was, the closing theme was really oh, yeah. cool. And I was yes. like, I forgot that. It's not, it's not in like many shows, they have the same song for the opening and closing. This one doesn't. And it's really good. Yeah. It's almost like kind of like a rocking theme there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, um, you know, unlike again, unlike some other shows that would just maybe have some credits or some stills, they actually show like scenes from the show. Um, I don't, I forget if the Slee Stacks were in it. Like if you saw them in the in these closing credits or not. But I remember I don't that. Think you do. I don't think so. But I do remember there was um, there was the scene where there was Grumpy and another sort of T Rex fighting. Like over, they were like over this crevice, and the Marshall right. family's kind of stuck in the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, Holly's Holly's riding a little brontosaurus. That's right. Which I think, I think that was Dum Dum. Yes. Yeah, because oh. the bigger one was Spot, and the little one was Dum Dum. Right. Oh, that's right. Because the first one she saw, she was like Spot. And, he, and I'm like, Spot. <laughs> Spot. He's not a dog. Yeah, that's the weirdest dog I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, well, calm down now. <laughs> Settle. But yeah, I mean, this, you know, I'm glad that we 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 did this one because this really brought back a lot of memories. Yeah. Um I, I loved watching this show as a kid. I loved all of these like yeah. Sid Marty Croft shows. Um, so you were you were telling me earlier before we got on uh, you know, before we started recording. You really love the Slee Stacks. <laughs> I did. I, when I when I was little, uh, I would walk around the house, and we had, we rented a house from a family when, when I was like four, five, four, three, and four years old. And I was watching this probably when I was around four, mm-hmm. and because uh, it was actually in reruns when I was watching it. Because 1974, I was only a year old. I was born in 73, <laughs> so I was watching it in reruns, which is, feels even more bizarre that I was watching a show in reruns in 1978. So anyway, I would walk around the house and I would make my fingers like like it looked like what Spock does, like uh, live long and prosper. But that's what I would do. The slee stack hands. And I would walk around hissing at everybody and they'd be like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm a slee stack. And I would go and do that. So, and, and to this day, when I see some of those people that I grew up with then that know me now and they're all in their like late 50s, early 60s and I'm 40, almost 47 they still bring it up to this day. They ask me if I if I do, can do the sleaze stacks out sound, and I'm like, please stop, just stop. <laughs> well, speaking speaking of the the sleaze stacks and and that sound, um, I was probably about uh, maybe it was about ten years old, and we went to an amusement park in Virginia. I believe it's still there. It was uh, called King's Dominion. Um, it was a standalone park. I think it's a Six Flags now, just like all the okay. amusement parks. And 
I guess they had some kind of deal with Sid and Marty Croft because, you know, a lot of like the Six Flags around here have like a like a Warner Brothers theme or, or you know, they they, they kind of tie in with that. So this one had like a Sid and Marty Croft theme and there was like a sort of like a Sid and Marty Croft land where they had rides based on the shows and exhibits. And there was sort of like a walkthrough exhibit that you would go through and it's like. They showed like the the headquarters of Electra Woman and Dyna Girl, and you saw the Electra Car and the Electricom, and awesome. you, and you're going through, and then all of a sudden, you kind of turn the corner, and you're in this cave lined with glowing crystals, and you hear in the <laughs> distance the hissing sound. Good and as grief. a ten year old kid, I'm like, I swear to God, if somebody jumps out as a sleeve stack, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a heart attack. But it was oh just. My it was just a walkthrough, and they just had the sounds. And I, I walked through that section very quickly. <laughs> that that would be the best theme park ever for a kid at that time period. Because <laughs> I would, I would be just like you. I would be so giddy to go through oh, something yeah. like that. It's like people today going through like Harry Potter World or Star Wars, Star World, Star Wars World, or whatever mm-hmm. they call it. It would be like kids doing that today, or adults, if they made a. Sid and Marty Croft world, I would yeah. probably go just because of nostalgia and because how awesome it would be. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember, I think the banana splits, I remember in the, in the credits for like the opening and closing credits, I think they actually were in like an amusement park. Like they yes, were kind of doing hijinks on all the different rides and things. <laughs> yep. But, um, all right. I'm going to have to ask the question. Did you see the Will Ferrell movie, Land of the Lost? I did. I watched what, it. Not what did you think? Reluctant, reluctantly, I watched it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Will Ferrell. Okay. Didn't really care for the movie, probably because I had pre, uh, a preconception of the show and what I wanted to see. And yeah. I didn't get what I wanted to see. Absolutely. <laughs> no, absolutely. You're, you're, you're very right. I mean, Will Ferrell played, you know, Dr. Rick Marshall. Uh, Danny McBride was was will who was just some guy and holly was like they weren't related at all no and uh yeah they end up in the land of the lost and they did talk about like interdimensional travel there were slee stacks the the characterization of of chaka though i was like oh this is utterly ridiculous i can't believe i'm watching this Uh, don't i want to know if i would wonder and would love to know if they did that movie as a slapstick, just a funny movie, just because the show was so ridiculous, mm-hmm. they did the movie just so ridiculous. I kind of think that's, I, at least I kind of hope that's what they did. Or they, <laughs> like, I, I, so, so do I. Because <laughs> if they thought they were like like doing an homage to it, they did a really poor job. Well, they did, they did an, an Electra Woman and Dinah Girl movie. Did you know that? Okay, now I know that there was an unaired pilot of Electra Woman and Dinah Girl with Marky Post from Night Court was Electra Woman, and it was, she got a new partner, and it was sort of like, she played, she played Electra Woman sort of like, you know, if you assume that Electra Woman and Diana Girl from the TV shows that we watch as kids actually took place in the in the mid to late 70s. It's sort of like, okay, it's the late 80s, early 90s now, so she's older, um, you know, she's broke, she's very, very cynical, and first of all, I see Marky Post do that, who was this very 
positive and spunky character on Night Court was very, very funny. So unless there was another one out there, that's the only one that I know about. They made one in uh, the, I want to say like 2012, 2013, Mm -hmm. I think somewhere around there where it's a, it was a movie at the movies and it was rated R. They were cussing and oh wow, it it was, it was bizarre to see. It was like, I, I, it completely turned me off of like what I wanted to see again, what I wanted to see of Electra Woman and Dida Girl. And I never went back and rewatched it. So. Yeah, and, and again, for those that don't know, it's it's kind of hard because these like Electric Woman and Dinah Girl, The Island of Doctor Shrinker, they were like little shorts. They were like right ten minutes at most. Electric Woman and Dinah Girl was sort of like a female version of Batman sixty six. Like it had that camp, it had yeah. the bizarre villains and all the gadgets. But I remember just like when I would watch the reruns of Batman sixty six, like I treated that seriously. Like, you know, oh, my God, is Batman going to escape the giant coffee maker? Right. Yeah. Like, I, like I treated this the same way, too. Like, I took it like it's a very <laughs> – but it was a very campy show. So, yeah, yeah to, to do that is really kind of bizarre. <laughs> right. It was. So, uh, so here's my question for you. Okay. Does this show hold up today? Oh heck yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I really I think totally it does. Agree. <laughs> I do. I think too. it and I think it goes beyond just the nostalgia factor. Um because right. I did watch it a couple of times and look, are the special effects cheesy? Yeah, absolutely. They they really are. They're I mean, the opening credits when they show them on this waterfall, you you could tell it's a green screen and it's yep. the the waterfall is probably coming from a garden hose. Like it's really bad. But I knew that as a kid, like I was like, this looks really fake, but I got so invested in the story. It's, it's, yeah, the acting's a little cheesy. The sets are very, very, you know, poorly done, but I think that adds to it. And the fact that this had that continuity over three seasons and trying to almost tell a full story. Absolutely. I think like you, yeah, I'm going to look for more episodes. Like I I definitely want to watch more. Yeah, I am. I'm going to be watching them. And, and how about, start tomorrow with episode two. <laughs> so. And how about for you though? Like, do you do you feel that this this still holds up today? Yes. Yep. I I do. It, just because of the storyline, not because of the special effects, but the storyline itself. It's it mm-hmm. the acting. I was looking at the acting as more uh, soap opera acting. How soap operas are like daytime yeah. soap operas, where they're very yeah, dramatic and just. And they had that soap opera look with the feathered hair and the, <laughs> the, the just, just the, the, their attitudes and stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm really interested in seeing rewatching is going back and seeing like the new characters and stuff like that. So that yeah. will be happening. Definitely. And I, and I definitely think it's still, you know, for at least people in our generation, it's still popular. Cause I mentioned to a friend of mine, you know, who knows, like, oh, what are you going to talk about on the podcast next? And I said, oh, actually, Jason and I were doing another rewatch. Oh, what do you do? Land of the Lost. Well, that was it for 45 <laughs> minutes. He's right. from memory rehashing. Well, remember in this episode when Holly did this? And I was like, oh, wow, oh OK, somebody's a fan. <laughs> no, I definitely think I, I really do. I, I think it, it still holds up today. And I, I think. A lot of the camp and the the poor special effects just just adds to it. I mean, yeah. when the silly stats show up, I mean, you know these are these are actors in rubber suits. I mean, it's like they don't even 
try to hide like the seams and <laughs> I think you could see like the separation like where oh, the yeah. mask it's but but it, it's just it's so I mean they were scary the sleesacks were scary yes, they, they were and it's funny that I would like try to imitate the scariest thing on the show but <laughs> that's what I did <laughs> uh, uh, so yep we definitely agree that uh, you know after rewatching Land of the Lost it still holds up today so like yes. Jason said if you are interested they, they are on YouTube uh, Land of the Lost don't Look for the Will Ferrell movie, please. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, there's other, you know, Sid and Marty Croft shows definitely to check out, uh, like HR Puff and stuff, The Banana Splits, Electra Woman and Dinah Girl, Island of Dr. Shrinker, Wonderbug. Uh, and I'm sure there's a lot more. Oh, Actually, yeah. you, could, you could probably go on YouTube and just type in Sid and Marty Croft and you'll be treated to. The rabbit hole of the YouTube, so you would be there for hours and days. So the Bugaloos, that was another one. The Bugaloos, yep, yep. (laughs) With I think the villain, the the villain of that show, I think I think it was Phyllis Diller that played her. For some reason, I I remember the name, but I would have to, yeah. (laughs) Well, I want to thank Jason for joining me again for this rewatch, this Saturday morning rewatch. Uh, Jason, why don't you tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel? Sure. Uh, it's not really a hiatus uh, one right now, but I, I am going to be doing a new one probably this week. It's Ooh. called Ewan's Stomach. It's just uh, me eating food. Not really like a what they call mukbang. It's it's more like I might do a food review or eat like a big sandwich or eat something that somebody tells me, hey, Go eat a, a cold MRE. That was my last one. Yeah, I'll I saw do stuff that like that. So, if anybody has any requests, go to my YouTube page, Ewan's Stomach, and uh, leave a comment. And anyone will get the comment and uh, just give me a suggestion on something to eat. Not, I'm not going to be eating cat food or dog food. Well, dog <laughs> yeah. food maybe because I've eaten dog biscuits before, but oh not cat food. Cat food is horrible. <laughs> it smells horrible. I'm sorry, it smells horrible. I never had it. <laughs> so yeah, just check that I'll out. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but, no, but what Jason is saying is absolutely true. Um, because people have sent him in. I, I you did the sandwiches where you ask people like, you know, hey, what's the weirdest sandwich you ever ate? Jason will do it. He right. he will eat it. <laughs> he is not afraid. <laughs> I will. No, I won't. I am not afraid to eat it. I mean, if 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 it's biologically edible i will and i'm allowed to eat it i mean medically i'm allowed to eat it i will so. i'm not telling anybody i'm not right yeah don't worry about it one of my favorites uh, though was when you, when you ate the whole or yeah you ate the whole box of, of munchkins and halfway through it you're just like this was a bad idea yes <laughs> oh it was well the the the, the, the my favorite video that i've done mm. only lasted eight eight seconds and it was a speed eating and uh, yes. it was for me speed eating, but my wife was videoing it and she messed it up and only videoed the very beginning and the very end. And my expression was, are you getting this? And then at the very end, I'm like, are you serious? And she did. It was, <laughs> it was me. It was me eating a one and a half pound cherry pie with my hands yes. after yes. a dinner, after a regular full dinner. And, I was just, I was just so upset. And I said, I can't reshoot it. Cause I don't have another pie. <laughs> exactly. You have to wait a few days. To try that again. Right. That's called but an just... epic fail. And I just, I bought it by everybody's like, put it up. And it's like, all right, whatever. I'll do it. And I got a lot of views. So 
There you go. So, yeah, so head on over to YouTube, uh, Ewan Stomach, W-E-N-S. Yeah, and and check that out. Also, do me a favor, head on over to Instagram. Stuff you don't need to know is there. Uh, I post pictures about the stuff that we talk about. Uh, Occasionally, I will throw up a poll there. And, um, yeah, so, you know, keep keep listening here. yeah, please do. Uh, Batwoman will be coming back from hiatus uh, from the Super Bowl and whatever else prevented it from coming out. So I'll <laughs> I'll continue that to the very end. As you guys know, I'm really enjoying this episode uh, or I should, episode, this uh, series. And uh, Jason and I will put our heads together. We'll find something else fun from Saturday morning or really just from our childhood that we really enjoyed. And uh, we'll come back and talk about it. So, Jason, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Always a pleasure. See you guys later. See ya.